Welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho. Your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, Come and Dine. In this week's message, Pastor DeMichael encourages us with the reminder that Jesus has extended the invitation to come unto Him, not only for salvation, but with our burdens, our worries, and our cares. When we leave the cares of this world at the foot of the cross and choose rather to dine in the riches of His grace and mercy, we are happier, more fulfilled, and more useful to others and to God. We pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. If you would like to order today's message, stay tuned until the end of today's program for a phone number and address where you can order a copy on CD. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. I want to talk to you for a couple minutes about, about posture uh, at, at a feast. Um, take your Bibles and turn to John chapter 13. John chapter 13. And uh, this is another custom that may explain something in the Bible that um, maybe you never, never understood before, but we're going to go to John 13 and realize that on ordinary occasions, the people of the Bible mostly sat or squatted on the floor around a very low table at mealtime with, with legs that were not more than a foot tall. And, uh, but in a, in a king's circle... Or a time of special ceremony, seats were sometimes uh, provided. And uh, the prophet Amos is the first, first writer of the Bible to refer to the custom of stretching themselves upon their couches. Amos chapter 6, verse 4, when eating. And uh, by the time of Christ, the Roman custom of reclining on couches at supper had been adopted by some of the Jews. And the Roman table and couches combined was called a tri a, tri, a triclinium. And what it meant was that there were three of these short tables set in a horseshoe manner. And the one side was left open so the servant could come in and, and serve on those little tables in, in the horseshoe section. And then all of the guests would recline on the outside of that, not on the inside, but along the outside. On, on, a, on what we would consider a very thin, like a mattress, thicker than a rug, but not thick as a mattress, all around the outside, and they would literally recline and lean on one elbow and eat in a reclined position. And they're all facing each other because the thing is set up in a horseshoe with the one end open. And so we get to, we get to John chapter 13, and uh, we, we understand something here that Jesus talks about. John chapter 13, verse 23. John 13, verse 23. Now, there was leaning on Jesus' bosom, one of his disciples whom Jesus loved. And that's the idea that John had, 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 had leaned, leaned back toward Christ. And that was very easy to do with, with this arrangement. And the Bible says here in verse 24, Simon Peter therefore beckoned to him that he would uh, ask who it should be of whom he spake. Simon Peter is obviously on the other side of John and can literally whisper right into his ear. And then John can just sort of roll over into, into the bosom of Jesus and, and, and talk to him in, in a private manner. And, and the Bible says in verse 25, he then lying on Jesus' breast saith unto him, Lord who is it? Who is it? 
And so this, this custom, this custom is, is referred to as Abraham's bosom in Luke chapter 16. The beggar died. The beggar died and was carried by the angels into Abraham's what? Bosom, okay? Um, paradise, as it was called. Before Christ led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men at his resurrection and brought them into the presence of God in the third heaven, this place, Abraham's bosom or paradise, was a place where it looks like they are resting, they are eating, they are reclining, they are enjoying themselves. Uh, the rich man in the book of Luke said, send Lazarus and he may dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue for I am tormented in this flame. The rich man did not presume to get a meal, but he would have been happy with just a drop of water to quench his parched lips and tongue. Time would fail us to discuss of places of honor at the table. Uh, time would fail us to discuss the kind of food and uh, some of the entertainment they had at these banquets. But, but there is one other tradition that we want to look at uh, this morning, and I, I'm going to ask you uh, to turn with me to the book of Mark, and if you would go to Mark and turn to chapter 14, and it's, it's the custom of dipping into the dish and the giving of the sop, Mark chapter 14. Speaking of the patience of God, one writer said it took God six days to create the heavens, the earth, the sun, the moon, and everything, and one day to fashion man in his image before the fall of man. Ever since the fall, God has been working on restoring us to him. <laughs> one day to make man, and literally thousands of years to restore man back to himself. That's a patient God we have. That's a patient God that we have. Um, Mark chapter 14. Mark chapter 14 and verse 18. Uh, we are at the Last Supper here. And in verse 18, the Bible says, And as they sat and did eat, Jesus said, Verily I say unto you, One of you which eateth with me shall betray me. And they began to be sorrowful and say unto him one by one, Is it I? And another said, Is it I? Uh, by the way, Judas had the rest of them fooled. You'll notice the disciples didn't say, Oh, yeah, I, I know who it's going to be. It's going to be Judas. No, they, they actually were a little insecure themselves. Hey, <clears throat> what do you think? Did the devil maybe go up to each of them? at some time during that three-and-a-half-year ministry of Christ. And, uh, you know, in three-and-a-half years, something is bound to happen where Jesus did or said something that kind of rubbed him wrong. Huh? Folks, I believe that's why Peter denied the Lord three times. He got, he got mad at the Lord. Peter pulled out his sword, cut that servant's ear off, and, 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 and the Lord probably embarrassed him in front of everybody by putting that man's ear back on him and then telling Peter to put up his sword. And Peter got offended, folks. But I'll bet you during that course of three and a half years, on more than one occasion, the devil tried each and every one of these disciples, not just Judas, 
but the other 11 and said, hey, why don't you just, why don't you just sell them out? He shouldn't talk to you like that. You're not, you're not part of the inner circle. You're not appreciated after all you've done. And, and, and the devil went fishing, and he'd throw the bait out, and he finally got one to take it. And boy, when he would start throwing those fiery darts at, at Judas, Judas would, he could watch Judas's countenance change. Yeah, yeah. And so then, so then the devil settled on him. But you know, each of these disciples, I'm sure, were, were tempted with that. And so they each said, is it I? Another said, is it I? Look at verse 20. And he answered and said unto them, it is one of the twelve that dippeth with me in the dish. Now, um, some have supposed that Judas was in a position where he would be dipping at the same time with Jesus into the dish, and therefore he was singled out as the betrayer. But this isn't going to be the case because the disciples didn't figure out who the betrayer was until, until Jesus dipped with him in the dish. In other words, initially, he's just simply informing them it's going to be someone who's now eating with him would be his betrayer. But eventually, it would be the one that, that he dipped with in the dish. And, and I want you to go to back to John chapter 13 because there's something very interesting that Jesus did with Judas, to Judas, toward Judas. I, I think it's one of the more underappreciated and one of the greatest acts of grace during the earthly ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 25 and verse 26. Verse 25, then they, he then lying on Jesus' breast saith unto him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, he it is to whom, not just someone here that's eating, that could have been any of the 12, but he it is to whom I shall give a sop when I have dipped it, and when he had dipped the sop, he gave it to who? Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. All right, to dip the sop with the host of the feast. And, and the sop was, well, the way they ate, they typically ate meals that we would call stew. And, and it would be in a bowl. Now, sometimes in a, in a real classy situation, you'd get your own bowl. But oftentimes it would be a common bowl. And you'd get, you'd get uh, a piece of bread that we would call pita bread. It was a little bit thicker, but it wasn't, it wasn't as thick as our, our sliced bread. But it would be, it would be uh, thinner than that, but thicker than pita bread. And, and they would roll it in a half roll and use it to scoop the food up. They didn't use knives and forks and spoons. We want to thank you for being with us today. It is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, Come and Dine, by Pastor Rick DeMichael. In this week's lesson, Pastor DeMichael has revealed how Jesus has sent out that all-important invitation to come to Him. Christ died for our sins, and in doing so, He offered everyone an invitation of free life and an invitation for a fuller life when we place our faith and our trust in Him. This world is full of disappointments, stresses, and failures, but thanks be to God that we can come and dine at His table whenever our souls are weary, and we will find rest for our souls. Life is indeed a gift from God, and the Bible tells us that our lives will be more effective and more pleasurable if we choose to lay aside the trust we have placed in this old world 
and place it in the great hands of Jesus Christ, where there are pleasures forevermore. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to order a copy of today's message, CDs are available for a suggested contribution of $5 each. Our address is Treasures of Truth, care of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, 1300 South Terry Avenue, Meridian, Idaho, 83642. Our phone number is area code 208-888-4545. Our webpage address is www.tvbc.org. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church. We welcome you to our services on Sunday at 9.15 a.m. for Sunday School, at 10.30 a.m. for morning worship and preaching, at 5.45 p.m. for Bible preaching and teaching, and also on Wednesday at 7 p.m. for more Bible preaching and teaching.